section two. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Power Life TV broadcast, Power Life TV channel. We're restoring families with Pastor Brian and Pastor Tasha. We're here to give you another great broadcast. We're so excited that this is Tuesday. Uh, we're going to give you a good word. Amen. And Amen. and I'm excited about today's topic. You know, we we <laughs> talked about this, uh, started this yesterday, and uh, we already getting feedback from it. Oh, man. You yes. Know, people are really enjoying this. You know, because communication is the one of the toughest subjects. You know, you yeah. talk about, you know, marriage and, you know, every couple just about that we counsel communication is the major subject yeah, that they the want help in yep, you know it's like what do i do because i really want to be heard mm. and everybody guess what i don't care who? who you are everybody wants to be heard that's right that's and right can i just say honestly everybody deserves to be heard mm -hmm. why because we all matter mm -hmm. we all that's we, good we all That's deserve good. to be heard, uh, and and um, and we all deserve to say, you know, and speak out the matters of our hearts. Exactly. And so, you yeah. know, this is such a, a great series. Mm -hmm. You know, just giving you some some greater hints. Yeah, yeah. On how to communicate better. Mm -hmm. You know, how to listen better, and. Uh, just keep in mind, there are several aspects to communication that we don't even consider. Right. Yeah. You know, there's what I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. what you heard, mm -hmm. what you thought you heard, mm -hmm. the body language that is contrary to the words. Yeah. You know, what you perceived in the body language versus what was said. Mm -hmm. So there's what I said, what I meant, what you heard, how you perceived it. And, and when you count them up, it, they fall into about eight categories. Wow. Yeah. You know, one simple word that you might uh, mention to someone else falls into eight different categories in of communication. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then when you think about that, then you know the limitations of communications when it comes to texting, because mm. there's no verbal, I mean, there's no visible communication. Yeah. Yeah. So how can you tell how their face looked when they said it? Yeah. Did they really mean it? Was there any sincerity in their eyes mm. wow. when they said it? Yeah. So well, I want to, you know, and that's the thing we, we're calling this hearing and being heard. You know, mm -hmm. if you can see behind us on our uh, screen here, it says hearing and being heard. And that's what mm -hmm. we're talking about, how to communicate care. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that most people don't really think about this when they're in a communication, they're in right. a, in the, oh, let's say in an argument. They don't care about whether or not the other person feels like they're being heard. All they can care about is, am I being heard? You right. Know? And so then you have to go back. You know, we were talking yesterday about one of the finer points or one of the most most critical points of, of communication being have being having a hearing heart mm -hmm. we have two ears and one mouth mm -hmm. right yeah. so we should listen twice as much as we talk right so right. that's a important element when it comes to communication but you know what the most important element for What's communication that? That? it is having a caring heart have a caring heart yeah yeah because it's hard to communicate with someone who doesn't care that's right that's right well i want to i want to kind of start off with the scripture and then we're going to deal with 
the, the attitude, yeah, the attitude yeah. <laughs> and the aspects of communication. And when you're dealing with, am I dealing with this situation, this particular topic of communication? Mm. Am I handling it with gentleness? Am I handling it with care? How are we handling this situation? So uh, let's read the scripture real quickly. The scripture is out of uh, Proverbs 15 and 1. It's, it's 1 and 2 in the Amplified Classic. And it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Yeah, what are grievous words? Well, you know, Remind us of what a grievous word. I, I believe that a grievous word is a word that will present grief. You know, right. when, Yeah, like if like, I want like a, a popsicle and you tell me no, yeah. that, then that no. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and let's deal with that for just a minute because that's a grievous word. Some people don't like to be told no. Oh, I, I'm I'm like nobody that. Nobody likes being told. I, well, no. I'm like that, you know. <laughs> and I don't I don't mean to be so transparent, but it's like, don't tell me no, you know. Or you you know you're not the same way. And it's like, well, can we go buy that? Well, no, we can't buy that. And then, well, don't tell me that, you know. Right. You know, and so it does something to our our psyche when we hear. <laughs> No, you know, but sometimes you need to learn the ministry of no. You need to be able to tell other people no, you know. Um, so uh, a grievous word to me, I believe, is one that's in is an intentional um, word that, that will inflict grief and pain. So so now we have to look at, you know, we were talking yesterday about one of the more uh, logical aspects of communication, mm-hmm. which is hearing twice yeah, as much once. as we speak. Yeah, mm-hmm. But today we're talking about the emotions that are behind wow. speech wow. and communication. Yeah. yeah, And so then we're talking about not just what you say, but how you say it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it says that if you Preach. say things in a harsh manner, it might be the nicest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But if you say it with a harsh, how about this? attitude. Mm -hmm. It might not even be the tone. It might be the attitude that you perceive behind the words. Mm -hmm. So you can say it it in a kind manner, but still have a wrong attitude and it'll be perceived wrong. Right. I mean, I don't care how much you tell me no, it's Mm -hmm. not going to be. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How nice you tell me no. How nice (laughs) you tell me no, I'm probably not going to like it. Right, right. So it says that grievous or harsh words stir up anger. So then we're talking about the attitude now Mm -hmm. behind the words. Yeah. And then the emotion. The emotion. That it it causes. And so it goes on to say that the tongue of the wise utters knowledge rightly. So it's saying now that, okay, if you're a wise person, there's a way you speak. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. that. You speak righteously. I love that. You speak righteously. Um, but the mouth of the self-confident fool pours out folly. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to continue to read, and then we can go into because I want to hear what, what God has given Can you I today. give the second part of that verse? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Because it says this. I think it's important. It's mm-hmm. an important element of communication. As a Christian, you have to think about this. Mm-hmm. It says this. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. Wow, wow. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. That's accountability. Mm. So then the next aspect of communication is that you are responsible Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> you know, wow. we wow. want to think that I'll slip, 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 slip out and we can say, excuse me. And that means they go away. away yeah. But that's not what this verse is saying. It's expressly saying that we are responsible for the words that come out of our mouth. And there's another place in the Bible that talks about a person who would uh, just remove the slightest thing from the word of God. Mm. Mm. Uh, that they will not escape. That thing will not escape God's eye. Yeah. Yeah. You can't remove even a small part. You got to eat this whole word. That's right. Remember yeah, you said yeah. that just the other day? Yeah. We were teaching uh, on communion. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we were teaching on communion and how the Israelites had to eat the whole lamb. Mm-hmm. Well, in the same respect, we can't pick out the parts of the word that we like yeah, and just yeah. eat that. Mm-hmm. And then the parts that we don't like, we'll just spit that out. Or mm-hmm. We won't even think about that. Mm, we, don't even, we won't even focus on it. Yeah. So it goes on to say, so the eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch upon the evil and the good. Mm. So God knows the attitude behind the words of your mouth Mm -hmm. and it's saying a gentle tongue with its healing power. Okay. Now it's talking about the power of your words. It says a gentle tongue with its healing power is a tree of life. Mm. You don't like this dead situation. Maybe you haven't placed enough life Life words on it. And then it goes so on good. Yeah. to say, but willful contrariness now mm. is going back to the attitude. Mm-hmm. It's the attitude behind the words. Mm-hmm. It's the oppositional spirit. If I say left, you say right. I say up, you say down. Yeah. I say hot, you say cold. Mm-hmm. The Bible calls that willful contrariness. Yeah. Yeah. And it says in it breaks down the spirit. Yeah. So then there's no joy in it. Mm-hmm. There's no peace. You know, mm-hmm. that's what willful contrariness mm-hmm. will do in a situation. We look at words as I believe, and I say we, mm-hmm. I just mean mankind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enemy has deceived people to think that words don't mean that much. You know, like uh, we hear when gr- growing up, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt we'll me. Will do no harm. Well, words <laughs> words can kill you. That's yeah, true. And, and words... Um, have a have, they have a lot to do with what shapes our identity mm-hmm. and what shapes our philosophy. Mm-hmm. You know, we said yesterday also that uh, you can be mentored by somebody, but sometimes the the words of a mentor can never override the words of your model. Wow, that is so powerful. And so we have a, a reverting back process, I believe, mm-hmm. in, in Christianity and in the body of Christ where we always revert back to how we were raised or revert Mm -hmm. back to the words that were spoken over us or revert back to the brokenness or the times when we were abused. And and so instead of us uh, being gentle and kind and and treating people with quick care, we go back to the harshness Mm. of our life. And that's how we communicate for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. So I, I want, I'm really excited today. To, to hear what God has given you about how do we communicate care? Right. How, what model? Let's remodel this thing. You right. know, let's give you a new, fresh model. Jesus was our role model. Right. And, you know, we have talked about what we call the four horsemen or mm. the four wow. most corrosive and negative communication patterns. And this was uh, developed by a psychologist called Grotman, Dr. Grotman, Mm -hmm. and he could predict divorce with a 94% accuracy 
based on a person's speech. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He could predict whether or not they would be divorced. And now this was a long study. This isn't just, you know, uh, I don't know. Sometimes people think that statistics are just kind of pulled out of a hat. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. They did a study Mm -hmm. on, you know, what causes the breakdown in the relationship. And what I love this year, we're going to kind of take a look at it from a different angle. Mm -hmm. We're going to look at these, these, uh, corrosive and negative behavior patterns. And it's not just speech. Yeah. Notice that your speech represents your behavior. Mm. Yeah. You cannot separate the two. What you say is how you behave. Yeah. And let's get honest for a second. Some of us have dysfunctional behavior patterns wow. in our life. Wow. And we wow. can't keep calling it okay yeah. because that's how you are. Mm-hmm. No, it's not okay to be dysfunctional. Yeah. Come on. And you might so say, good. well, Pastor Tasha, how can you call my behavior dysfunctional? Well, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Uh, What is the result of your negative speech pattern? Does it produce a positive result? Well, you know, here's Mm -hmm. the thing about negative speech. Sometimes it may produce a positive result, Mm -hmm. but most of the time it won't. Yeah, yeah. 90% of the time it will not once in a blue moon, it might. And yeah. you might think, well, you know, I did good to do bad. But no, to do a bad thing and produce a positive result, mm-hmm. that is the mindset of the Antichrist. Well, we think about this, too. I and mean, this is how we were raised that, you know, the you know, the bigger you get, the more intimidated another person becomes, you know. And so that's why I believe we try to use that those harsh words and words right. of intimidation to to make you feel small, you know. Well, you know, as a people, there there is a, a certain uh, people who have been terrorized mm. and got have gotten so terrorized that you know maybe didn't even realize the level of PTSD that yeah. was working in them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it caused a certain harshness in the way their children are raised mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to take a look at that. You have to say, well, is my harshness really producing a positive result? Long term, mm. let's take a look at it. Yeah, statistically, yeah, has it helped us? No, you know, and no. so now, you know, we have to realize we are That's no so good. longer, That's so good. Yeah. you know, in a place or a position where we have to remain traumatized. Even if you're in a bad situation, you can choose healing. Yeah, you can choose restoration because God provides it. You know, you mm-hmm. can decide. I'm not going to be a victim of you know, my station in life or so on and so forth. If Mm. Christ has redeemed me, then I'm going to receive now all the elements of redemption and I'm going to have a better life than what maybe was was planned. Yeah. You know, maybe the enemy modeled before me, right? Maybe the enemy had a plan. Maybe something was modeled before me and I've been doing the wrong thing for all these years, but now I choose life. What is Jeremiah 29 and 11 say? God says, I know the plans that I have. So So even though the enemy may have a plan or have, uh, you know, planned out your future Mm. before you even, you know, uh, put in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. I believe that God's plan is greater. And when I you say that. I'm a victim of my circumstance, <laughs> we need to jump on a new plan. Now I'm right. not, and I'm not trying to be, you know, um, 
I'm not trying to approach this situation without empathy right. and without understanding that, you know, Quite we all, opposite. you know, we all go through things, but there, mm-hmm. there comes a time in your life when you make a decision and it goes back to accountability. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a responsibility. I've, I've been made accountable. I cannot continue to replicate and do what I've always seen. Right. Well, if these behavior patterns are indicative of divorce, can you imagine how indicative it is of uh, families having a, a, a bad relationship with each other? Right. Or, or, you know, friends having a bad relationship or even if you stay married. Yeah. Maybe the relationship is not what both of you desire for mm-hmm. it to be. Mm-hmm. So then the four things, the four uh, worse behavior patterns. And mm. there are also speech patterns uh, will fall under four headings. And we talk about criticism, contempt, mm. defensiveness, and stonewalling. Mm. We're going to take them, uh, like I said, we're going to yeah. look at them from a different aspect. We're going to talk about what the behavior is or what the speech pattern is. Mm. And we're also going to talk about the antidote Mm. for that negative speech pattern. How do you respond? Yeah. Yeah. You're married. You're in a situation you're in. And I mean, you should be taking notes. Yeah, this is good here. If you're married and you say, I can't communicate with my spouse every time I try to talk to this man or every time I try to talk to this woman, all she does or all he does is criticize, take some notes, try a different approach. Am I saying that what I'm saying is the absolute only thing you can do. No, the best thing you can do is pray. Yeah. But here's some helpful hints and mm. some things that might help you in this situation. Pray and be willing to change. Yeah. I mean, one thing you cannot change is a person who doesn't care. Yeah. That's you right. cannot make a person care. Yeah. And you cannot control the next person. Mm-hmm. The only control you have is self-control. That's so so you can control the way you respond. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we're going to take a look at. Now, the first thing, the first of these (laughs) negative behavior patterns, as I mentioned before, that is an indicative of divorce is criticism. Mm -hmm. Now, what is criticism, Pastor B? So uh, I'm I'm looking at at my notes and you might want to write this down, but it says uh, criticism. I I believe one portion of the notes uh, definition is verbally attacking a personality or a character of another person. Right. So right. so I'm verbally attacking the personality or the character of another person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the ways you might uh, verbally attack somebody's character is to call them selfish mm. or to call them, you know, yeah. you're just, you're just mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, who are you to, call somebody mean, you know, isn't it it mean to call somebody mean? Mean, Right. Yeah. It sounds like an accusation too. (laughs) Yeah. So criticism is to focus on a specific behavior and, and to attack Mm. that person, the next person's very personality, Mm -hmm. their very character Mm -hmm. to call them silly Mm -hmm. or to say, you know, I I, I know uh, they're stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, even I've heard people say things like, oh, oh, they're country. And that mm. isn't to put them up. Yeah. They're saying that to say that country people are 
are bad or low oh, yeah, or in inferior. some kind are yeah. inferior yeah. in some kind of way. Mm. They're inferior wow. to so-called city folks. Mm. And so, you know, you gotta take a look at these things and you might mm. say, Oh, wait, I've seen I've I've done that before. Yeah. Or I've seen that done before. Mm-hmm. Well, when you see that done, know that this is a is a dysfunctional behavior pattern. Mm-hmm. I wanna I'm looking up a scripture real quick, and it's uh it's the word um out of Ephesians chapter five and four, it makes this statement here. And this is the King James version. It says, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, uh, which is convenient. Now that word jesting says, let there be no filthiness, obscenity and indecency, indecency, nor foolish and sinful and silly and corrupt talk. So when you hear a person saying, <laughs> oh, you so country. Well, you, what you're trying to say is you, 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 you're trying to be funny. You're trying to be funny and condescending. Condescending. And and the Bible says, don't let that type of speech come forth out of your mouth. Right. Don't let coarse jesting or uh, a silly talk come out of your mouth. Because if you know that you're you're having the attitude of putting down. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? You're just calling somebody mean. Yeah. Well, who are you to call somebody? I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. And now, and is, we, is it not mean to call someone mean or to say, oh, they're selfish? Oh, you can make that determination based on your limited information. Yeah. And now, and now understand, you know, God doesn't mind us having fun. He doesn't oh, mind yeah. us cr- cracking jokes. Right. And, 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 you know, even we look in the Bible of how the uh, Thomas, the, the disciple. Right. Thomas. What they call him? They, why'd they, they call him Thomas? They, well, no, actually they call him Didymus. And, and really <laughs> Didymus was a nickname, which meant twin. Right. So basically they were saying, Thomas, you're so, you're so double-minded that you're, it's like it's two of you, you know? <laughs> and so they were cracking jokes <laughs> with each other, but I don't think they meant it to like tear Thomas down. Right. I really believe that they were trying to sh- reveal something to Thomas to say, hey, Thomas, he was not aware of Thomas, there's a flaw in your life and you need to work on it, you know, but to put somebody down just so that you You can can feel better, feel better about yourself or, or you're putting yourself up. Right. That's wrong. Yeah. It's a crab in in a bucket mentality. Mm -hmm. I I have to put you down in order for me to put myself up. Wow. And if you find yourself in that dysfunctional uh, headspace, then, you know, then you have to know you got to change. Yeah. You know, one thing that we realized early on is that we could not have a good marriage by putting each other down, even in jokes, mm. we could, we could cut jokes and crack jokes without putting each other down. Right. And we yeah. have a great time together, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, you know, so we had to find new ways to speak, yeah. even, you know, say at the early part of our marriage. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with a person who is, you know, overly critical? You know, they tend to use their words to um, criticize and to put down, you know, we make call you it feel small, make you feel small. We call it being shady. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever heard yeah. that term before? Mm-hmm. Oh, that person is so shady. What does oh, yeah. that mean? The only are kind of shade are they throwing shade. Yeah. In other words, the only kind of thing that they're going to throw your way is something dark. Mm-hmm. You'll never see anything light. Mm-hmm. You know, resembling light coming from that person. So how do you deal with that? What do you do when you find yourself having to, you know, be in the room, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe your spouse is critical? How do you respond to that? Well, 
the antidote for criticism. You should be writing this down if if you know if you go in a grandma house and all grandma do is criticize. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you want to do. You want to have a gentle startup. Mm. What is a gentle startup? A general a gentle startup is when you notice it, you don't turn around and attack them by saying all you do is throw shade. Mm-hmm. All you do is put down. Mm. You don't want to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. You want to talk about your feelings using I statements. Yeah. We Not, talked about this yesterday. Yeah. 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 This is good. This is good. <laughs> when is the the appropriate time to use statements like I think or I feel? Mm. Uh, this is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so let me give you an example. If a person says, you know, you're always just talking about yourself. You're just so selfish. You know, uh, what you want to do is say, you know, I'm feeling left out mm-hmm. of your talk tonight yeah. and I need to vent. Mm-hmm. Can can we please talk about my day? Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. I, I'm, I'm feeling left out of so the, it, it this didn't, talk. It didn't start out with, well, you you make me feel, you know, yeah. selfish or uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it's because of you you that I feel this way. You yeah, know? that would that would go terribly wrong. Yeah, well, that's starting. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like that. So the, what the person is literally doing is they're not taking, they're putting the attention back on themselves as far as saying, I'm feeling a certain kind of way. I right. think this. Right. I feel this. Yeah, I'm feeling left out. Yeah, you know. This is this when, is not being done in conversation. I no, no, no. To, yeah. But because we are naturally defensive. Yeah. We yeah. are naturally, I mean, really, when we sense or perceive that someone is throwing shade, what we tend to do yeah. is throw shade, shade back. back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you know, that's like, you know, mm-hmm. that's fighting fire with fire. Yeah. Yeah. But what God calls us to do is to be you know, why as wise as the serpent, mm-hmm. but as harmless, mm-hmm. as the Bible says, as the dove. Mm-hmm. In other words, I'm not trying to hurt you, mm-hmm. but what I'm doing is I'm trying to avoid allowing you to hurt me. Exactly. Exactly. What yeah. you're doing yeah. in this conversation yeah. when I'm I come home and I'm tired and you're criticizing me because I'm telling you about my day. Yeah. What I'm doing is I'm reminding you that what I'm doing is expressing my feelings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm simply feeling a certain way and I'm trying to talk to you about it. Yeah. We got to stop right there. I, I, I pray that y'all at least took a few notes uh, on, on this that we're talking about. Now, the first point that we touched on in this series of hearing and being heard and how to communicate gentleness, how to have a spirit of gentleness and how to talk with care is... Mm-hmm. You want to speak, well, you want to get rid of criticism by speaking I statements. And I want to make sure we said that right. Have a gentle startup. Is have what a you're, gentle startup. A gentle you startup. You know, when a person is being critical, you know, they're having a harsh startup. Mm-hmm. But then you got to ask God for the soft words. And when you say, I feel mm-hmm. and I need, then now you're, you're shifting the nature of mm-hmm. the conversation from, you know, how I am to, I feel, I need, and I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not blaming you for calling me selfish. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you simply how I feel. And then now I 
respectfully ask, can we, can I vent? Yeah. Yeah. Can I vent? Yeah. Can I tell you what I'm going through? Yeah. Can I tell you about my day? Can I tell you about my right. day? Yeah. I'm going to feel better after I get this off of my chest. Right. Well, we, 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 we're going to pick up here tomorrow. I, I want to, this is so good. There are some things that we need to talk about. Mm. We need to hear all of these points. And I know you probably want us to just keep on going, but our time is up. <laughs> but we'll come back tomorrow. Watch right. what watch what God says. You know, yes. in First Peter chapter, and I wanted to get here, first Peter chapter three, verse ten, it says this for for he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Yes. We want you to have a good life. Right. We don't want you to go into a situation where you're escalating a bad conversation. Right. We want to give you some tools to de-escalate right. and to have gentleness about the way you say what you say. Amen. Well, we always want to give you an opportunity to sow mm-hmm. into this message. I believe it's going to help your life. Listen, share the video. Go to oh, our yes. YouTube page. It's Power Life TV. Click on the like, click on the subscribe, and listen. Make sure you get the notifications. Amen. We love you. Let us speak a blessing over you. May the Lord Lord bless bless you and keep keep you. you. The The Lord Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. peace. We We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you. Best day. Next time. See you next time.